for just about everything for the outdoors, go to MidwayUSA.com. In every pair of Tecovis boots, you can expect handmade quality, first wear comfort, and timeless Western style. A great pair of Western boots will elevate a casual look or add a refined flair that will draw both eyes and compliments. Tecovis boots are always made from premium bovine and exotic leathers, and with occasional resoling, they will last a lifetime. The best way to shop for boots is at your local Tacova store, where you'll be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. Come on in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro, and shop the latest styles. We also offer custom branding and leather stamping if you want to personalize your boots or fine leather goods. As spring makes its way into summer, stay cool in a short-sleeve, moisture-wicking pearl snap or make your own shade with one of their classic straw hats, new in both men's and women's styles. And if you're planning to hit the road, Tecovis' ever-growing lineup of rugged and full-grain leather bags will get you where you're headed in style and are built to last decades. Visit Tecovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. And don't go gently, y'all. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Looking for the best days for the 2020 elk season? Well, guys, this time we cover the early to mid rifle season and help you out with some of the best possible scenarios. We will again look at New Mexico and Colorado as our example and how variables like season dates and other hunts don't always equate with the best hunting days. On this edition, best day scenarios for the 2020 early to mid season rifle hunt. So my friends, pull up a chair, Turn your volume up just right, and welcome to Blue Collar Elk Hunting. Welcome to Blue Collar Elk Hunting, brought to you by AllGrows.com, with your host, Elk Hunting Coach Joe Gillity. You want to hunt elk? They live to hunt elk. Their goal is to share with you what they have learned grinding it out for over 35 seasons, doing what they love. So come on into camp and set a spell. Welcome to Blue Collar Elk Hunters. Welcome back, y'all. So the whole idea today is last time we covered the bow hunters. This time we're going to cover that early to mid-season rifle hunt. And the whole goal of this show is just to give you a rundown, to take a look at basically so you can see the months of October, some of November, and start making some decisions. And I want you to be able to look at how, yeah, even though you know which days would be the best days and you would love to have the weekends or you would love to have certain days that match up. You guys know in reality, it doesn't happen. We have to deal with things like when they set the hunt schedule, how the hunts go. And I tell you what, there's a lot of thought behind how they do this. And we might talk a little bit about that, but let's see if we can give you some ideas. You guys are getting ready to get set, looking for those dates and wanting to be out there during the rifle season this year. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and share my screen with you and we're going to let you see some stuff so that we can give you a better idea of what's going on and we're going to start out with the month of October and we're going to start out with New Mexico. So I want you to look here. 
what we have in October 1st, Halloween, you know, is down here on this end. So you go from the first to Halloween, you go full to full. And so you're going to start the, the month out with full moon and you're going to end the month out with a full moon. We talked about in September, we talked about things like what triggers rut behavior. Well, we know that's the estrus. We know that's when the cows go in heat. So let's take a look at what happens and when those, the next, because we have that first estrus happening right at, I believe it's 20, the 22nd of September. So it's about 20 days after that. Any cows that are not bred at that point in time will come into a second estrus. That time would equate to right here on the 12th of October. Third estrus, if they are not bred by that point in time, third estrus, another 20 days later, is going to put that right about the 1st of November, the 31st to the 1st. Now, remember, not all cows come in heat at the same time. Um, you've got the older cows that are going to uh, come in heat, and the younger cows are going to come in at a different time. So it kind of spreads itself out. So that lends itself to there being some cows that have not been bred, especially if there's not a good uh, bull-to-cow ratio, if there's not a lot of bulls in the area, and they're not as efficient, then it can mean that you have other uh, estruses that are going to occur with some of those cows. So you can see that's on the 12th and the 3rd. Now, here's another thing I want to tell you. Generally, most big bulls have started to split off from their harems and start to go into recovery mode about these dates, anywhere from the 8th of October to the 12th of October. Now, understand something, man. It's not written in stone. As you've seen from previous hunts, there's things that can happen that cause animals to shift a little bit. But this is at the general point. Most big bulls at this point in time are in recovery mode and are splitting off. Now those satellite bulls that have been chasing so long are starting to move in. But remember this too, y'all. Those satellite bulls that are coming back into those herds, some of those are some dynamite bulls. So let's start looking at hunts and see how this affects. Now, if we were to look at this and you were to figure, okay, rifle hunt. How is rifle hunt different from the bow hunt? It's different because we are really now, because of the mode of the weapon, we're looking for animals in the open. We're not necessarily like a bow hunter that's in those trees, that's pushing up and down inside, in high and tight. Uh, you're looking, trying to find animals that are coming out into the openings or in open areas or in open feed areas or transition areas where you have good, decent shot distances and you can make a quality shot. That tends itself now to thinking, well, how is that moon going to affect them? Now, the way it's going to affect them is just remember, if they have a full moon, they can be out feeding more at night, which means they have a tendency to go in earlier and come out later. That means that sun comes up that first half hour, unless you have a good foggy morning, you have a rainy morning, or if it's really, really nice and cold, or if there's snow to keep them down to cause them to feed, there's other variables. But the tendency is that they're going to start heading up in those trees in that first half hour to an hour. In the evening, it gets even a little worse sometimes because sometimes 
your best shooting time is 15 minutes before legal shooting time is over. So that's something for you to consider. So if we look at this and we look at where big bulls are starting to split off, you would think actually my best time to hunt big bulls right now while they are still rutting. And I tell you what, man, from, gosh, uh, from the first, you can have bulls view from the first through the 31st, okay? They are really going nuts between that first and the eighth to the tenth right here. They're just going crazy. And half the battle when you're trying to rifle hunt elk is locating them. And when they're screaming, when they're bugling, you don't necessarily have to call them in. You just got to find out where they're at, go to them, and make sure you can get yourself a quality shot. So that would mean that the actual best time to hunt would be, by rut purposes, it would be that first through the 10th right there. That is what we consider hot, hot time before those big bulls start splitting off. Does that mean that you're not going to have great hunts? Well, not necessarily, because you are still going to have bulls bugling later on. And I can tell you this, it was the third hunt. It was approximately around the 22nd, 23rd of October when we killed some of our biggest bulls uh, on some of the ranches that I guide on because we had cows that came in the second or third estrus and all of a sudden things blew up. Big bull came into the picture and in fact on one hunt we shot a 400 plus bull. So just remember don't go getting discouraged about when your hunt date is because if you get around and something happens at that time it can be on at any moment and don't think that a rut is an overall thing. Remember, ruts happen wherever a cow comes in heat. So there can be a rut going on in one basin when there's nothing happening just over the ridge. So that's important note because a lot of people think that the rut is the rut and everything should be in rut at that time. Not the case. Okay, so we're going to now take a look at how do these days affect us in looking at the rifle hunts in New Mexico. So this is the first rifle hunt. And the first rifle hunt is extremely limited in New Mexico. I mean, extremely limited. So you have a hunt that is basically going to happen October 1st, October 5th. You have hunts happening in unit 18, 30, 38, 42, 47, 59, 43, 56, 57, and 58. Those are the only units in New Mexico that you have an opportunity to be able to hunt from October 1st to October 5th. And I can tell you a lot of those units are extremely limited in the, in the number of tags that are available. What does that mean? That means it's a tough enough draw for residents, it's an extremely hard draw for people that are non-residents of New Mexico. So that is kind of prime time screaming rut right there. All right, let's take a look at the next hunt is from the 10th to the 14th. And you can see at that point in time, what I would call the second hunt here in the state. You're actually going out of the last of the full moon and entering into the new moon. Now, taking a look at each one of these current hunts right now, if you're a weekend hunter, you only have we one weekend with any of those hunts. Next hunt follows the same pattern. 
you can see where they have so many days off in between and then you're starting the hunt back up on that Saturday from the 17th to the 21st. That is basically holding on to a dark moon phase. The 24th to the 28th would be the next hunt. And I believe we're going to have one more that's going to happen from the 31st to the 4th of November, which is basically going to be all full moon. Okay, so let's talk about this a little bit. Again, if you're a weekend hunter, it really doesn't matter because you're pretty much going to be stuck with one weekend in any hunt that you get. So if you're taking off on a Friday, you're going to... Uh, try to get a Monday off, hopefully you can get a Tuesday off. If you're a five-day hunter, if you can get five days off on there, uh, then you actually have the opportunity to get in good and early ahead of time and uh, on, on a Friday and be able to hunt your Saturday through, okay? So that is, is one way to look at it. Now, if you were to ask me of these hunts, let's talk about the benefits. The hunt from the 10th to the 14th, to me, is still the best time. I think that hunt is going to be the best time to get a big bull and to still have bulls really, really screaming. I think that transition phase right there, coming out of that moon and getting that dark moon is going to help you out a lot. Good time. The hunt from the 17th to the 21st through the dark, that third hunt there, is also a quality time. But as you get a little bit further away from the rut, you're still going to have animals that you can see that that's actually a little further away and just not even, it's kind of in between when that second estrus should hit and the possibility of a third estrus hitting. If you're taking a look at a second estrus coming in, that second hunt is right on the money. To me, guys, you're going the best time, you're going to hunt that 10th through the 14th. There's something that I need to uh, let you know as well is that there are late season hunts here in New Mexico, but all of those are resident hunts. And to me, if you're not going to get a bull, if you're not able to get a hunt in that first hunt, you're not able to get in that second and third, I, the best time to me is the late, late season when those bulls are harremed up when they're in a situation where they're having to feed, they're now from, they're no longer in that mode of just diving off and resting. They're having to get out and they're having to eat, eat, eat to survive the winter. So to me, any hunt in later November, early December, even late December is a great time to hunt a big bull. But we're talking mid, early rifle season in New Mexico. Guys, that right there, you can see what I'm saying. The 10th to the 14th, that's the one I'm voting for. So now let's take a look at Colorado. In Colorado, we're going to go ahead and show a few things. We have the second estrus on the 12th. Still, same thing you saw before. Nothing has changed. What you're seeing right here in the red, the 10th through the 14th is the first rifle hunt, but that is a limited draw hunt. In Colorado, they use a point system. If you, the only way that you can hunt this hunt is in a couple of ways. Either that you have enough points to draw on the limited draw, or you are hunting on private property on a landowner voucher. And I'm trying to remember, I, 
I, and don't, don't quote me that that's only private property because I'm not sure if that voucher is not for the unit. So that is something that you need to check into, okay? And the other one would be uh, in Colorado, they have something called ranching for wildlife. And ranching for wildlife licenses, uh, a lot of these ranches that participate in that program will also get tags and will sell hunts at that time. But that is pretty much, uh, that, that's a paid hunt that can, uh, it can be a few of those dollar signs. So that early season hunt from the 10th to the 14th, you can see that they don't have any hunt going on here from the 1st to the 9th. That is not true when it comes to the ranching for wildlife because I believe in ranching for wildlife, those private ranches that have those tags have those tags from a certain point to a certain point. And I'm not sure exactly what those dates are and I don't know if they involve the 1st through the 9th. Again, something to check in their regs prime time there. So it could be that wildlife managers in the state of Colorado are saying, guys, we're going to lay off the bulls at this time, let them rut, make sure that we don't have any problem with that, and ensure the growth of our herd. It's a good argument. If you're not drawing the limited, the great thing, and remember, this is the, this is the dates that we see bulls starting to split off. But if you're not able to get that hunt, the great thing about Colorado is they do have over-the-counter hunts. The only problem is when you take a look at that from that first rifle hunt to the second rifle hunt, they take one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine days in which the elk are not being hunted. Now, what does that mean to you? Well, to me, that makes that that hunt, that second hunt, a lot more quality because now they've had nine days that they get to relax. They've had nine days where they don't have people chasing them on the hill. So they can kind of get back into some of their modes. They're still going to be doing some talking. They're still going to be doing some bugling. But you have one thing against you in that hunt, and that is you're going to pretty much be in a full moon phase, which means, again, your evening hunt can be extremely limited. Now, I'm going to do away with October, and we're going to take a look at November. And you're going to see that I have something labeled here. And the reason I have this labeled is that, again, when I told you, when I start talking about the later the hunt, sometimes the better because these bulls are now bacheloring up. Well, I actually think that second hunt is a quality hunt. But when you take a look at this, for the best five-day hunt in this third rifle, best five-day, if you were to have five days to hunt, I would say that that ninth through the 13th right here would be your best five-day hunt. Now, the nice thing about that is you have days on the end of that. If you only had five days off, uh, you have days on the, the beginning of that in which you can utilize those days and the rest of your hunt days that you have days off. Another reason that I think that's a quality hunt period is you're in that dark moon phase. And again, you've just come from nine days off of full moon, and you're heading into this dark phase. Now remember, at this point, big guys have split off. They had dived off. They were looking for recovery. They were looking for a place just to get some safety, get away from the hunt. 
Now, as snow's starting to fly in Colorado, they got to think differently. Now they're going to start thinking about eat, eat, eat. And that third hunt right there could be an extremely good hunt for finding a big bull out in the open having to feed. In fact, there should be multiple bulls doing that. There is a fourth draw hunt from the 14th to the 18th, but that again is a limited draw. That's another one of those hunts that you have to put in for. So if we're looking for opportunities, if we're looking for opportunities for you guys to be able to hunt over the counter, you're looking at the 7th through the 13th. Good hunt? Yes. Good days. Nine days previous, animals get to rest. October, you're looking at the second hunt, the second rifle, which is over the counter from the 24th. And I believe that's to the first. So this is actually, for those guys that are wanting weekend hunts, this is probably your best opportunity because you actually have two weekends in which you're able to hunt. You've got that Halloween weekend and you've got the weekend on the very front of it. So it gives you some opportunity there. You also have, if there is a third estrus, it can be happening during that week. So that's something for you to think about. So guys, that is a quick look at what's happening in the month of October and that early to mid hunt and the possibilities for you. If there's any days that I would avoid on any of those, if you take a look at any of these hunts and I had five day hunts, I would avoid the weekend and I would hunt from Monday to Friday. Again, that's the reason that I said that this was probably your best five day right here if you're looking for a big bull. The 9th to the 13th, no weekend in the middle of the week. So there you go, guys. I hope that helps you out some. And if you have any questions, send them in. Have any comments, send them in. <laughs> this is just opinion. It's not science, but just looking from experience, some things for you to think about. Okay, guys, see you next time. out there and the fish are where you think they are any one of these casts could be the bite it's the most exciting fishing that i know right here at hawks cave oh that's awesome experience the best saltwater fishing the world has to offer don't miss thursdays with saltwater experience brought to you by golden boat lifts every thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m eastern on waypoint tv the destination for outdoor entertainment in Wild Country, rules were not created by man. Don't miss Wild Country, Wednesdays from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Primos. Speak the language. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.